Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. going to be raptured. If you love Jesus, he's going to remove you from the planet. Seven years later, there's going to be a whole bunch of those things hammering the planet. Not enough to wipe out all life, but it is going to get pretty awful. The powers of the heavens will be shaken. But then Jesus will return and establish his rule and reign on the earth for a thousand years. In today's message, Pastor Robert will share with you about how Christ will come to take his bride, the church. In the book of Revelation, we see many prophecies about what will happen on the earth during the end times. And to be honest, it's not very pretty. But Jesus will come to take Christians before all of this. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Again, you're not going to miss this. And he will send his angels with with a great sound of a trumpet and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. So this... This third sign is actually a sign that the great tribulation is finally over and the kingdom age is about to begin. It comes at the end of that seven-year period known as the time of Jacob's trouble or that 70th week of Daniel chapter 9. But know what Jesus said there. He, he said the sun is going to be darkened, which of course it stands to reason and the moon won't give its light either. But he also says that the stars will fall from heaven. So this massive meteor shower, whatever. Do you know how many large asteroids NASA's tracking? And it was funny, I read something this week that, and I wish I had captured it, and, and, but I, you know, I didn't, but it was just within the last few days uh, about the fact that they're tracking all of this that they believe would, would produce extinction level events. In other words, it would just destroy all life on the, on the planet, but they can't even track the number that, that you know, they call them city destroyers that would, would wipe out 
cities. At the end of the service, one of the guys in the, in the church who used to be on the inside of some of this stuff came up to me, and he's retired now, but he, he said, have you seen this one? And he showed me one, Apophis, April 13th, 2029. And, and he said, that one, they first thought, that one's going to hit us. And they've decided that, no, it's, it's going to miss us, but it is going to take out a bunch of our satellites when it goes by. And that's one of those, like, planet destroyer-sized things that, they, that they're worried about. We don't have to worry about that stuff because we know how it's going to play out. We're going to be raptured. If you love Jesus, he's going to remove you from the planet. Seven years later, there's going to be a whole bunch of those things hammering the planet. Not enough to wipe out all life, but it is going to get pretty awful. The powers of the heavens will be shaken. But then Jesus will return and establish his rule and reign on the earth for a thousand years. Jesus continues, verse 32, Matthew 24, 32, now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. The fourth sign that Jesus draws to our attention is the fig tree beginning to put forth leaves pointing to the nearness of summer. Now, in the Bible, a fig tree is often a picture of Israel. If you're taking notes, you, you might want to jot down Hosea chapter 9, verse 10, and Luke chapter 13, verses 6 to 10. But the point that Jesus is making here, it was in answer to the original question from his disciples. It's been a few weeks, so let's look at it again, the beginning of the chapter, Matthew 24, verses 1 through 3, the Bible tells us Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. Remember, we looked at that. They were like, you know, in awe of the magnificence of that 15-story marble structure plated with gold, and Jesus said to them, do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, and here's the question. Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? So they were asking him, when is the temple going to be destroyed? And when are you going to establish your kingdom? When are you going to set up your kingdom in, in, you know, in Jerusalem? And he's still answering that question. Chapter 24 is Jesus answering their question. And he gets real specific. You know, this reference to the fig tree in verse 32 reminds us that Israel is at the very center of God's calendar. Anytime something comes up in the news about Israel, you and I should be paying attention. Because Israel is at the center of God's calendar. He calls it his land. He calls Jerusalem his city. We need to pay attention. 
The fact that the nation was reborn in 1948 is a very significant marker on the prophetic timetable. When, when, when we're tempted to think or when people tell you, oh yeah, you know, people, they've been saying from the beginning, we're living in the last days. Yeah, because we have been for the last 2,000 years. Since, since the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we have been living in the last days. But you, you, you have to understand, you know, we looked at it last week. John talked about we're living in the last hour. Well, Israel was reborn in 1948. We're like living in the last five minutes here. We have to be aware of that prophetic calendar, the prophetic timetable. Israel being reborn, that had never happened before. The language was reborn. It had died, it was a dead language. Hebrew was a dead language. Nobody spoke Hebrew. That was a significant event in terms of the prophetic timeline of Scripture. Now, Jesus continues, verse 36, he says, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Why did he do it that way? And by the way, something that it's good to understand, um, it is possible to calculate the actual day that Jesus will come to the earth and establish his kingdom because the Bible lays it out for us once Antichrist goes into the Holy of Holies and desecrates it, you know, we looked at last week, you can actually count. He gives us the exact number of days in, in Daniel. What we can't calculate, what it is impossible to determine is the timing of the rapture. And as we'll see in a moment, it's clear that's what Jesus is talking about. You can't know when the rapture is going to take place. Why? Because he wants us to be ready right now. He wants us to be expecting his return at any moment. He wants us to be living with a sense of eager anticipation in a state of readiness. One of the first things that I was taught when I began serving as a law enforcement chaplain, they talked about you need to have a go bag ready because you don't know when you're going to get called. When I served as an FBI chaplain, I needed to, I had to have a travel bag because there were times when they, it's like you could be called if, you know, when this space shuttle disaster happened. They called a whole bunch of people. It's like we, 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 we have an airplane ready. You need to go to the airport because we need people out west. I forget exactly where it was, scattered across a couple of states. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to The Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today. 
anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio. 